Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined by my good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and making his return to the podcast after a week off, Anthony Amato, otherwise known as Shimato. Welcome back, bro. How you doing? Hey. Uh, doing well, doing well. Just got back from a pretty long road trip, about 2,200 miles is what you know we figured. So, you know, it was where did definitely, you go? Uh, I went up the eastern seaboard, went up to Maryland and then up to upstate New York and then made a stop down in Virginia when we came back down and then came back down here. So, like, all up the, all up that's the east a haul, coast. man. Jeez. Yep. Wow. And uh, you luckily had a Royal Geek podcast to listen to on your uh, drive. Yeah. Uh, well, did you actually <laughs> listen? <laughs> I did not listen on the on the way up. No. Um, Thought we were friends, man. Yeah. I mean, I did listen to it, just not on the way up. Um, weirdly enough, uh, we did not listen to a single minute of radio, music, or anything. For the tw- 2,200 miles? Yep. You guys just talked. Who, was, who all was in the, in the car? Just me and my dad. Good oh. night, man. Okay. I, I know you like to talk, but that's, that's impressive. I mean, it wasn't always just talking. There was a lot of silence, too. Yeah. <laughs> Shimano's like, what they don't know is we didn't say a word. Yeah, not a single word. <laughs> My dad just really hates, you know, radio. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Well, we are here to review episode number five of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, to our listeners, we want to thank you for joining us. We want to ask you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And uh, go ahead and uh, tell some of your friends about this podcast as well. That would help us out a ton. We're going to go ahead and give you a spoil- spoiler warning and let you know that we are going to be talking about details from Episode 5. So you have been warned. With that in mind, uh, gentlemen, what you think of Episode 5? How did it make you feel? Um, I'd say um, like the the scenes that were like – the, the beginning fight scene, oh my, it was, was really, really cool. Um, there was, it was a mixed bag for me. I, I felt like there were some really, really good scenes. But I felt like there were some wasted scenes and some things that didn't make sense to me and some things that probably shouldn't have been happening in the fifth episode of six episodes. Maybe should have happened in like an episode two. Okay. Um, yep. So that's kind of how I felt overall about and the we've, we've mentioned that idea before. Of, yes. Right? In this series. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was uh, extremely underwhelmed mm. watching this. Extremely underwhelmed. Yes, okay, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this being episode five of a six episode series, like this should not be a like transition episode. Yeah, this should definitely be like a, something so epic where it needed to be continued. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is a transition episode, and yeah. I feel like that this is not the place or time for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, underwhelmed is my uh, mm. my feeling. Underwhelmed. Yeah, I think uh, I felt a little at first. At first, I felt very kind of I don't know. Just I felt like we were going like at eighty miles an hour, right? Yeah. And then you know, in uh, episode four, and then we turned this one on, and we dropped down to like fifty real quick, and then from there we drop even further down to like twenty five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're like twenty five. Per, uh, mile per hour speed zones where you're like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like dying to get even to a 35 mile an hour speed zone, right? You know those right. speed yeah. zones? Yeah, oh yeah. There were parts of this this episode where I'm like, man, we're just, it, it, it was just slow, yeah. you know? Um, now, I, I uh, after giving it more thought, I actually liked it, um, but I totally understand 
the critique of being like, yeah, why did all this happen in episode five? Like, yeah. I, I would, I will concede that point. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like, watching this as it was going on, I was, I was thinking in the back of my head, like, they weren't done filming when the pandemic started, and like, they did a lot of reshoots. So I, I don't know. Just watching this, maybe some of this is like out of order, or out of place. Yeah. Like I would really love to see like a like a behind the scenes of the making of and see well, how we're gonna get that. I wonder. Sc- well, I, I feel like all they're gonna talk about in that is gonna be like the oh, actual like, like making making. The, yeah, the actual of making the actual episodes rather yeah. than uh, like the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. Like that. yeah, see, but I hope they do that, knowing like it's such a unique thing. I I would love for them to tell us more about the stuff they had to cut out because of the pandemic. Yeah, but it just. Certain storylines in here feel like out of place, and and oh, certain like, motives, uh, like yeah. the entire Flag Smashers yes. storyline, like, yeah. like I, everything I am, about it. Yeah, everything about Flag Smashers right now, like doesn't make any sense at all. Uh-huh. And I feel like there's some context that we were missing when they did reshoots, or they weren't able to shoot um, yeah. in in their normal production order. So I don't know. Uh, just watching this episode, I can truly feel like there's something off in, yeah. in production. But yeah, getting back to what you were saying about like the speed limit type thing, th- there were a couple of scenes that I really en- that I really enjoyed that were scenes that kind of slowed everything down though. So it was it was almost like when you're when you're um, doing something and until you're going on a road trip and you decide to stop and look at the scenery and it's beautiful. Like you're loving the scenery. Like upstate New York. Was that Virginia for you? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but you, you're looking, but you're stopping in every single moment. Like, you have an appointment to get to, but you're wasting time instead of getting to that appointment on time by looking at all of this beautiful scenery. That's kind of how it felt to me. Is like, it, yes, it was awesome, and there was a lot of, like... Cool well, montage. Like, yeah, yeah. There was a good montage, and there was, you know, you, you saw some cool things happening... But they were they stopped the the momentum of the story almost dead, you know. You, you were learning. You, you may have been learning something, but you you were like you were stopped dead. Like when uh, Sam was talking to Torres, and they're like, well, "Do we have a lead?" No, it's like silent. It's like she went under underground. Like I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, so you can't do anything to find anything. Like, yeah. no, we'll just have to wait. We'll wait and see. Yeah, I. I she pops up on the map again. No, I. Well, I hated like the next line even more. When he was like, oh, she's really good at this. I was like, I don't understand what I, you're getting at right now. Right. How is she really good at this? Who is she? Yeah. Why, where why she is she? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, where did she come from? We don't know anything about Carly. No. Like, we, oh, my gosh. We, we know nothing about the Flag Smashers as an organization. Like, they, they don't make any sense dude, as an organization. Dude, episode one, they made them look really like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then even a little bit of episode two, like, you're like, man, we maybe we can get behind their cause. Yeah. And then by episode three, I was like, we have to know more. Nothing. Watch. Episode four, we have to know more. <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> episode five, at this point, we have to know more. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I don't even, I hope, <laughs> you know what would make me feel great? <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> You know how sometimes in movies, in like a sequel, you're okay. Crossbones. Think about Civil War. Yeah. You're oh man, we're gonna get Crossbones, and like seven minutes into Civil War, he's just gone. Oh yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> you're like, well, dang, that happened real so quick. You're saying the start of the next episode. I hope they sweep yeah. this out quick, bro. <laughs> like, I would feel like you know what? Good. Just wipe mm-hmm. your hands off because I'm I'm kind of at this point, honestly. I really am enjoying the show. I'm definitely going to watch this show again. Like, I love the characters. 
And there are things about this episode that I did really yeah. enjoy. The, the emotional depth. Yeah, the, was, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that some, but or, or shortly. But at this point, if I'm honest with Carly and Flag Smashers, I'm just over it, bro. Yeah. It just isn't making sense. Agreed. What if yeah. John Walker just comes through and just like annihilates all the Flag Smashers, and that's like the the launch point to him becoming like the main villain of the dude? I would take. Yeah, that. like I Sam, easily take that. Sam man. didn't get to New York fast enough. Yeah, and yeah. John. Took care of it, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah. I'll take that, yeah. But uh, what watch episode six be like an entire origin story of Carly, and, like <laughs> for, yeah. for thirty minutes, six. yeah. Episode six, thirty minutes. They show her as a little little tiny girl, like yeah. first time she meets Mama Tun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm gonna need to go back and watch the. F- I, I don't remember anything descriptive about like. Who Carly is and where she came from. It wasn't there. No, it wasn't there. Nothing. 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 Dude, yeah, it's. I know. I shouldn't say I know for a fact, but I've I've watched a handful of uh, YouTube videos and done a little back, done a little research. It seems pretty obvious to me that all those reshoots they had to do was based off of something to do with the Flag Smashers. So it's like it's understandable that I, didn't we talk about this last we, week? We did, yeah. Okay, yeah. Shimon, I don't know if you remember me talking about that, but they they had to do a bunch of different. Um, reshoots, and it probably had to do be- with just the the coronavirus pandemic. Like they couldn't talk about what they originally wanted to talk about, something about vaccines and blah blah blah, and a worldwide you know sickness getting out of Asia. So you could see how that might not be a good idea to um, you know have in your show on Disney Plus <laughs> in in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. But um, yeah, luckily I think I was texting. Uh, Somebody it might have it might have been Gibbs. Shout out Gibbs if you're listening. <laughs> um, I think I was texting him and I'm like, luckily, other parts of this show have hit really good, right? Yeah, because, it has. Yeah, because thankfully, like, it hasn't just been Flag Smashers. Yeah, thank right? goodness, like, right? Because then it'd be like Thor: The Dark World, where it's like, what? Why? What why is are happening? we here? What's the yeah, point? Of this? Luckily, there's there's multiple things happening, and the John Walker stuff has been good. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like what they needed to do was either bump up how much they were doing the Flag Smashers or scale back. I felt like they're in a no-man's land right now where you don't know enough about them to really care about their cause or care about who the people are. Um, but you also know you, – you've seen too much of them. Like, you've seen way too much screen time of them just standing around talking. Like you don't yeah, – you, you're like – We're listening to news reports. <laughs> like, like they're trying to pull you – they're trying to pull you in, but you're not like there's there's simultaneously too much information about them and too little. So like I felt like they they got the balance wrong on that. All they all opinion. you see when you see them is them them talking either in a circle or in a group, and then them leaving rooms. Like that's yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just I don't know. It feels like they're this there's this group of people who they think they're playing a game, but they're not. Like that's how I'm thinking about them is. You know, their entire organization, they think they're playing this game, you know, where they can get away with things and, and stuff like that. Um, but they're playing with people's lives, and I feel like they feel like they're not playing with people's lives. But, I mean, the the entire reason this vote is coming up for the GRC is because of what Carly did. It was a direct – Yeah. Uh, it was a direct relation yeah. to what she did. And she's like, how long do we have to wait around to or something to be like – uh, citizens of this planet or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, what are you complaining yeah. about? <laughs> you have killed multiple people at this point. Yeah. And 
like nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares about you right now. I, d- I certainly don't. I no way. Yeah, no way. They, they just seem very. They also seem very like kind of whiny and stuff like that. I don't know. Gosh, like I kind of, I kind of wish the, the. Maybe it's just Carly. She just seems like kind of childish, like I said, and you know, over her head. And they're giving her too much credit as a character, I believe. In a lot oh, of way points. too much credit. Um, like in. It is just like it's infuriating because it's a subpar character that we're you know you know that is being put on a pedestal as something better than she yeah. actually is. I, I think that Asian guy seemed like he might have, for the few seconds that we've seen him, the Asian guy who's in the, um, the Asian Australian guy, yeah, uh, who's in who's in, also in the Flag Smasher seems like he would have been a far better choice as a leader and far better choice as you know a compelling character maybe even uh, just from the few like interactions that i've seen from him my my i keep going back to there had to have been more that we just didn't get like there had to have been because it just doesn't like the way that all the people were following her when listening to her at the funeral it's like there has to be something about this girl that is special but we don't know right like somebody said like she's really really good at this stuff man yeah in this episode and i'm like how? How are you gonna? How is Sam, Bucky, Zemo, Sharon, John Walker? None of these people could find this twenty-year-old yeah. chick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, who, it doesn't make any sense who, at who's all. Who's not doing? A, who, from what we have seen, is not doing the biggest job of hiding. Uh, I mean, even when yeah, you they're get at to, the GRC camps, yeah, yeah they, they went back, back to, to the where camp. they just got raided. Yeah, e- oh my even gosh. earlier in the season when they were um, being. When when they're being like hidden by some of the people in Germany, like they didn't seem to understand like the the purpose of that or how how people were actually helping them. So like, they don't seem like they're incredibly well versed in the espionage technique. And I don't know. I just like a lot of it doesn't make sense. And then there's a the whole fact at the end. Like, how do they get into the United States? <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, there are ways to get to get in, but it just makes no. It, it, it the, didn't make the no reveal sense. was pretty funny. They're like sitting there, standing around, talking around, talking in open field, and then the yeah. camera pans up and you see uh, the New York skyline, and you're like, oh, gosh, <laughs> okay, I, like, how I, did you get here? E- like, even like just like the the mobilization thing, it doesn't make any sense why the people are rallying to her or how there are that many people who are willing to rally to her it just <sighs> yeah yeah Gosh. i feel like we should have two podcasts this week on this episode just i should stop this one and just be like our rants on the flag smashers yeah right and then just the rest of the review because i feel like like i do want to get into some of the other stuff but it's just so frustrating and again i i want to give them some slack. I mean, they're in a pretty impossible situation, you know, with the the edits they had to make and the, and the, the delays, reshoots. Like, the the delays, delays were real. Like those, yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're in a pandemic, and still, and uh, at least we're getting content from Marvel. But they, you know, they they had to jump through some hoops to pull this off. But it just it just feels like it's not hitting at all. And man. with the with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like with it being more grounded, uh, unlike Wandavision, where it was a little little more, you know carefree yeah. like uh and loose uh the falcon and War soldier being grounded like we're a little bit more critical because we can relate to it and we can see yeah. it and we can be like oh that's not how it goes or that's not what happens yeah. whereas wandavision it's like uh, that could happen like sure no yeah, 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 yeah there's there's always a possibility of oh magic yeah. made it happen yeah you know? so we're a little <laughs> more critical here yeah. and obviously um with episode five this transitional yeah. episode we're very very critical of uh this the yeah. storyline yeah. and the plot that's that's taking taking place Let's do this. Let's uh, put the Flag Smashers to bed. Like, hopefully, um, somebody will at the beginning of next episode. <laughs> yeah. 
And what I want to do right now, we're going to bring back an age-old tradition. Uh, it, well, it's not really a tradition. Although, uh, now that we're doing it for the second time, our very special buy or sell game. We did this in the review in WandaVision the week before the finale. And now that we're here for a week before the finale of Falcon Winter Soldier, we're going to do a really kind of quick game of buy or sell. So the way this works is I'm going to make some sort of statement. It might sound outlandish, right? Um, and I'm, I'm going to say it, and both of you are going to either buy it, which means you agree with it, you're going to buy that theory, or you're going to sell it. You're going to be like, T-Roll, you're an idiot. No chance. Okay? You guys ready for some buy or sell? Let's do it. Let's Bring do it on. It. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, buy or sell, a new Captain America suit is in that box. Buy. Buy. Yeah, I think so, too. It's going to be gotta, sick. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, buy or sell, Carly will die in the finale. Buy. I'm going to say sell. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm not Dude, sure. get rid of her, man. Like, just erase her from <laughs> MCU lore. I think she's just going to drift into oblivion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That might be better. She can she can be useless <laughs> like she was in the Solo movie. I mean, the, okay, so who's going to kill her? Is it going to be John Walker? Yeah, John Walker, easily. Right. It probably will be. Yeah, that makes most sense. All right. Um, all right, buy or sell. Sharon is the power broker. Sell. Mm, buy. Buy lease? Can I lease? Lease. <laughs> Describe <laughs> to me how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's tough. I I really don't know. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that more later. But um, yeah, that's gonna be fun to see. Okay, buy or sell? We will see Zemo again in the MCU. Buy. Yes, <laughs> dude, that was in sync, y'all. That was that was beautiful. Yeah. I totally think so as well. Yeah. Yes. He's he's too good of an he's actor. Too to good. Just set to the side. It's like I knew he was good in Civil War. But it's like, it's even better, you know? Yeah. Okay. Buy or sell. Rhodey will show up in the finale. Sell. Sell, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. They used up all the money on him already. <laughs> so one. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Buy or sell. Bucky is going to meet with Yuri in the finale. Buy. Shimano? Yeah, buy, 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 yeah. Buy? You had to think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, I. that seemed like it was kind of yeah alluded to maybe yeah yeah maybe not obvious well actually it did kind of seem obvious yeah because they, they made it so personal yeah in, they, i mean yeah. they even said the word closure so yeah like right and you know that's exactly you're what he struggling needs. with yeah okay uh buy or sell torres will fix the wings and become falcon in the finale oh i don't know if we have enough time like i don't, I don't know how they're that's tough um sell. if it's directly sell. in this finale yeah i have to sell it yeah. so it's definitely gonna happen though right I feel like it's a, like in the like MCU. It, mm, I don't know, man. I feel like they're going to put it in their back pocket, and yeah. then if it comes down to it, they could. Or do could you feel not like Marvel happen. was like, we're going to just kind of push this here, see how the fans feel about it, and if they like it, yeah. we'll bring them back around. They'll, they'll wait until they feel like they need a Hispanic hero on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry, I mean, they do Justin. it all the time with random stuff that they just stick in their back pocket, and then sometimes it shows up, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Buy or sell. We will see live old man cap somewhere in the finale. Sell. Oh, no chance. <laughs> you thought you had us there, dude? I did. Get out yeah. of here, that nonsense, man. Yeah. Didn't Chris Evans does anything better? He's than on the do? moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. You see him to look, the moon. You see, you see him looking like through like a giant telescope. Just oh like. man. All right. Last one. Last one. The end credit scene will be in Madripoor, setting up the Mandarin for Shang Chi. Sell. Mm, I can buy that. I'll buy, buy that. You want to yeah. buy it? I'll buy it. Or 
I just came up with another one. Oh. And these, I can't have both of these be true. The end credit scene will be in Madripoor setting up some sort of mutant storyline. I want to sell that one. Sell that yeah, one? I yeah. got to sell that right All now. Right. So you, you you could buy the, I magic, could, I could uh, see, the Mandarin, huh? I could see them establishing a real Mandarin. Mm. And now, yeah, come to so. think of it, like Power Broker, like the Ten, ten Rings, Bring Power. Yeah, you know, yeah, I you don't could, know. Eh. I could see it. There, uh, there are theories about... The Mandarin is the power broker. And, dude, if we get that, dude, if we yes. if we get that in the finale, mm-hmm. that would almost be worth wi- – like, I would feel like if it's Sharon, I would want to know that earlier yeah. in yeah. the series. So we can see But if it it's why. the Mandarin, yeah. I would love to wait until the finale. I would love to even wait until the end credit. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't know about – yeah. I'll buy it. I mean, I would love it if that was what it was, but I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's where it's going with it. It would have to be like an eight minute end credit scene. <laughs> I'd be game for that. I'd be game for that. All right, that was buy or sell. Uh, we'll try to do that as a tradition for every Marvel series on Disney Plus, and there's going to be a lot of them. So we're going to have a lot of buy or sell uh, the week before the finale. I feel like that's a good place, don't you guys think? It's like, yeah. You know, usually the week before the finale, yeah, that's when you have the most questions, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's a little different depending on the mm-hmm. show. But I mean, uh, if, you're, if you're lost, yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was by ourselves. So, uh, yeah, let's, I guess, talk about the rest of the show. Let's talk about other things in this episode, good or bad, things we enjoyed. We can just start, how about at the beginning? So we, yeah. we literally get John Walker running away from the scene where he brutally murdered uh, Nico. We find, that, find out his name's Nico. Um and he's in like this uh, mechanical factory or something, and he is just tripping, man. Yeah. Like, and and you could see signs of it throughout the whole series where he's just kind of losing it. Yeah. But yeah. it seems like the super soldier serum is having some side effects. It looks him. like it's messing with him for sure. Um, yeah. I did. I mean, uh, Wyatt Russell is doing a great job. Yes, he is uh, portraying yeah. John Walker. Um, he he really brings that intensity and the the emotion. Yeah. Uh, it, he's doing a great job. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think he's doing great, and you know, it, of course, it being the mix of, you know, him losing his best friend and that super soldier serum put together, just like that was that was the last straw. It pushed him over the yeah. edge. Like Absolutely. when uh, Bucky and uh, Sam walk up to him, and the way he's like uh, on his knees, holding like the shield with his head yeah. down, like, yeah, I mean, you feel you feel for him for for, sure. for a little bit. You can be a little sympathetic, but like, That's you, a, you could tell he's got a lot of regret. Yeah, and, I mean, he was even saying like, "Why did I do it?" or "Why did I?" I can't remember exactly what yeah. he was saying, but and I'm, I don't know. I apologize for not knowing what comic book. I feel like Captain America has had that exact stance in the house, like, yeah. like that, that exact, like that the, the way he's holding and everything like that, and the way they come up on him. But yeah, and then the, the fight they have, and I loved it because of like one of the things I really loved about it was just the fact that for the first time in a while, there felt like there was the real chance that somebody might get killed in a Marvel movie. Like, you know, with with everything that had just happened in the previous episode, and, you know, that was all kind of like, oh, like, you know, this moment. But with the with the fact that he had the, social, the super soldier serum, we had just seen him kill, um, you know, Nico um, from, from the Flag Smashers, and he was obviously off his rocker. Like, I felt like there was an intensity, an extra intensity in this battle scene because every time you know sam especially was in that there was always that moment where it could be you know him next and you know you know that sam really isn't going to but there was an extra intensity to it i felt because of the unhinged nature of of uh i thought there was a chance that bucky could kill him like because yeah. and i and i really believe that because i was like it just seems brutal this whole fight just seemed kind of like 
nasty, yeah. kind of just like rugged. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, uh, Very more, gritty, more like yeah. a street, yeah. well, more like a street brawl in a lot of ways. Hi- yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then like the whole fact of like you know him, the way they broke his arm. Yeah, that was like, that was pretty awesome. Oh, and the fact he tearing off the wings. Oh, yeah, which he could have easily had Sam's arms and just tore his arms off. Like yeah. that's like I could see him doing that. I could picture him doing that. But I mean, obviously he tore the wings off instead. Yeah. Which, uh, but it was a brutal fight scene. It really was. Yeah. And then the finisher where, like, Bucky's <laughs> holding his legs and, like, throws him into Sam and Sam just comes and, like, yeah. it smashes him. Yeah. Dude, that was, it was pretty There's epic. nothing like a tag team finisher. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. We're missing just like as, the Dudley uh, boys. Yeah, table. That's all they're missing was yeah. a table. <laughs> and, that, and that's also actually a very rare thing to see in a movie like this is, like, you know, the exhaustion at the end of a fight where everyone is oh, on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not yeah. like, you know, oh, they knocked each other out kind of thing. Like, literally just the exhaustion of battle. Like, <sighs> just yeah. knocked. Like, they just had to, you know, they were just on and the floor. And seeing Sam, like, try to scrape that blood off at this point, Ooh, it's kind of, like, yeah. nasty, dried up a little bit. Like, yeah. And, and the way that Bucky threw it on the ground, too. Like, the acting is just great. He's like, this is your fault. You know, like the way he threw it on the ground. You should like, have took it the first time. Yeah, like yeah. you can see he's yeah. just so disappointed. He just drops it and walks off, Yeah, you know. And, and uh, you know, we do get a great, great moment of them coming back together later in later on the show. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but at that at that point in time, I was like, yeah, Bucky is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he, he, yeah, is, he was. He was. He is mad at Sam. And then he went immediately to Zemo, which, like, you're like, oh, shoot, what is he going to do to this dude? Yeah, yeah. What y'all think of this scene? So they're in Sokovia. I guess Zemo um, went to the memorial. Wanted, he wanted to see the memorial before he got caught. Like it almost just looked like it, he even gave the sense that he was waiting for him. Right? He's yeah. like, I thought you'd be here sooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I think that, I think that was literally he. He just he knew that his time was up, and I don't know. It seems has been so intriguing in like the the way he's just been portrayed in this and you know he seems to know his path so well he seems to be one of like the only the only character who really knows who he is in this series you know and just and that, i mean yeah, that's proven in the episode where he doesn't take the super soldier he like he yeah. crunches them up he doesn't yeah. mess with them at all he has the opportunity to become more than what he, he is and he chooses to stay on his path yeah so, so. And, and he knows like where he be- he knows where he belongs he knows that he what he did you know at the un and that you know fighting any longer would just prolong pain and he he knew his path i mean there was i mean there's a reason why he didn't try to break out of prison earlier than that you know like that kind of stuff i'm sure with the money he had that if he really wanted to he could have gotten himself out of prison somehow and if he really wanted to put his mind to it earlier you know so i feel like he was just you know resigned to his fate and he knew what was going on and it's just been fascinating to see him be so i'm trying to think of the best word to say like he's so sure of his decisions yeah you know as he's making them like he knows what just where he's going to go with every move that he makes i think we said last week but he's just consistent he's clear yeah he's in control of himself at all times you know he never seems to panic even yeah even when he's uh not sure what's coming next um but yeah that was a that was a good scene and he said to bucky he's like i took the what do you say? I, t- I, I took the liberty of crossing my name off uh, yeah. the book. Yeah, yes. for you, for you. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and it, again, it. I think we had talked about how Sam, how uh, Zemo kind of, kind of likes Sam. Like 
you kind of see this respect for Sam. And I think he also, in some ways, is just like he told Bucky in episode three that it was nothing personal. I think he's not that he likes Bucky, but he even said, like, I decided I wasn't going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't you love yeah. how he said that? Yeah, I decided. Yeah, yeah. Which was great. But you could tell he, he kind of is, I feel like Bu- Zemo is just like at peace. Yeah. You know? I really thought Bucky was going to actually shoot him, though. Really? Yeah, I thought he was actually going to, like, I feel like that was a good send-off, like a mutual understanding, like, uh-huh. like okay, you use me to help accomplish this mission, I know that I don't deserve to be here anymore, and you know that I don't deserve to be here anymore. But then he'd be just like John Walker, you know? I mean, that's where Bucky makes the decision not to by right, taking yeah. the bullets out of right. the gun, so. Yeah, so, mm, Zemo, we're going to miss you. I don't think we're done seeing him, so... uh Ao says to uh, White Wolf that they're going to take him to the raft, yeah. which I yep. imagine is some sort of uh, prison on water. It is, yes. Yes, and, and uh, we know that event. Well, we don't know, but eventually, one of the in in uh, comic book lore that the probably the biggest threat to Wakanda is Atlantis and like hmm. the people from the sea. Right. So I could see some sort of you know Zemo's accidentally released because. You know, people from Atlantis are coming up and causing trouble or something. Namor is coming here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like, get... So in a future property, we may get Zemo, you're saying. Which would be great. Yeah, that would yeah. be good. That I would, would love that. All right, let's talk a little bit more about um, John Walker real quick, and then we can kind of cross him off our list to talk about. I think we'll we'll focus on we'll, – we'll start – we'll talk about John, and then we'll mostly focus on um, uh, Sam and Bucky again towards the end. So uh, we see uh, – old Johnny boy at in some sort of trial with the Senate or somebody. He gets pretty heated. Get, yeah. yeah, man. He's just so moody. Um, <laughs> they were giving him, you know, what did he call it? Not a dishonorable discharge or a – is that what he called he, it? He, so, he said not an honorable discharge. Right. Like he didn't say dishonorable, exactly. which is normally what we think of. Exactly. When you think of like honorable or dishonorable, he said not an honorable discharge. Yeah, and he even said that um, – the only reason you're not getting worse is because of your previous exemplary record or something yeah, like that. Service, yeah, service, basically, yeah. And they said they were going to retroactive uh, his non-dishonorable or non-honorable discharge yeah. to before he took on Captain America. So, I mean, so they're pretty me, much saying none of this happened while you are Captain America. We're going to go ahead and say you were— That was a race. Yeah, race you, yeah we're going to say you were released from your duty before that. Yeah. So Yeah. I, yeah. What do you all think about this? Uh, I mean, first off, the government is pretty much a slap in the face to him, like saying, like, we're just going to pretend like this never happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we made a very, very bad decision by doing by giving you this mantle. But then John Walker is like, oh, I am Captain America. You can't do this to me. Yeah. And uh, I was like immediately like, bro, like pump your, pump your brakes real quick because you're definitely not Captain America. You, you don't even stand for anything that he re- represented. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's uh, – they can't really seem to understand the decision that they're making and putting a very unstable person uh, out there after he – so you're, you're putting a person in a very bad situation after um, after he was very unstable in the first place. Yeah. And especially – I mean, you take, you take away a person's benefits. Like, he doesn't have any of the benefits that would be associated with – Retiring from the military. So, I mean, that is a precarious situation. And, I mean, did he deserve those benefits? Uh, probably not. 
uh, after what he did. But the, uh, you know, you're this is how you're saying three Medal of Honors don't outweigh uh, everything else he did. Um, potentially. I mean, depending on what he did. Uh, I mean, he probably killed a lot of people to get those Medal of Honors. <laughs> yeah, this is just the first time this stuff got recorded. Yeah, right. That's true. He even said like the things he even told Lamar the things we had to do to get those medals. Yeah, right. Yep. So what I what I what strikes me is so interesting is this is also in an episode where Sam um, decides to revisit Isaiah Bradley, and we hear yeah. more of Isaiah's story, his side of things, yeah. his side of things, and you you could just think like the com- the contrast of what Isaiah who acted as a hero in yeah. saving some of his like platoon mates. Right. Yeah. Um, versus John Walker, who literally just murdered a dude out in the open for everybody to see, and the type of punishments that they give. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has been very uh, discreet in kind of different ways that they've kind of touched on. Just subtle. It's very su- subtle. subtle. Sorry. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a better word. Very subtle in the way that. Um, Race and race issues and even racism has fleshed out in this series. In yeah. every episode, there's kind of something, kind of something. Some episodes, it's really clear. and Some, you have to really think about it. And this is one where it's like, man, it doesn't take long to realize, like, Isaiah is telling this story of how he acted as an honorable man. And they punished him and treated him as a test subject. And if it wasn't for yeah. some really nice nurse who had pity on him, yeah. who knows how much worse it could be. Versus John Walker, who... I don't know. Maybe I might lose a listener or two by saying these words, but his privilege as a white person, right? Maybe his white yeah. privilege got him something here. Imagine if that was Isaiah Bradley. Imagine if that was Sam. Yeah. Right? Good point. Wow. For real. Yeah. An Avenger. Well, Sam was in jail for uh, the acts in Civil War. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, what do you. But, like, if Sam would have killed some dude with the shield in the street, you think they would give him a not honorable. Discharge. I, I'm making sure I say that right. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like this is a total, like, Marvel is like, look, there's the way that the world, the way that the American government has treats white people and black people, totally different. And it's yeah. like, it's 2021. If you don't want to hear that, I guess you can turn our podcast off. But, like, that's just kind of where Marvel was going. Yeah. And it's, 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 to me, it's night and day. I mean, look at these stories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of what hit the me. The picture yeah. is painted there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that scene with with Isaiah Bradley was pretty powerful, and there's there was something about it in the, the um it, when it was happening, and my mind went off on a tangent, kind of creating a a story that I don't know. I found incredibly kind of heartbreaking, like the idea of his his wife, and you know, it seemed like he was a, a Christian man in his own faith. And it seemed like his wife was probably as well. So, like, as he was in prison and then she thought he was dead, like, the idea of as she got older and older and older, although it's moving more towards death in her own way, it was almost, I, I, I would assume in her mind, although she was moving closer to death, she was moving closer to Isaiah in a lot of ways. Because in her mind, he was already dead. So when she passed away and she would go to heaven he would be there and they would be back together again and just like the heartbreaking idea of her passing away her getting to heaven and then realizing that he was not dead and not only not dead but that he had been 
tortured by his country that he had given so much to and that she would not be able to be with him. So the government took um, him away from her by saying that he was in jail. But then in the end, like, the government took uh, her away from him. Like, that type of deal. Yeah. Like, like, it, like just, like, I don't, I don't know why my my mind went to, like, that path and how heartbreaking that was, had to have been of a situation for for her to, in that realization moment in, like, heaven looking down and fe- finding out what had actually happened to him. Yeah, I mean it it's it really is heartbreaking and even hearing everything he went through too. I mean And you yeah. can see Sam like while he's listening, like you can you can I mean Anthony Mackey does a great job here yeah. portraying um the, the level of emotion this scene really calls for. And uh you can see that it's all over his face and like he's he's in yeah. it and like he's cuz he's like what does he say? He says uh I just I just don't know, okay? Like I don't you know, yeah. he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Yeah. 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 And um I mean I was mainly getting from this like this scene, like when he first approaches Isaiah, he's more of like he's getting ready to pull the shield out. And he says, "No, cover that up." I think in Sam's eyes, the shield doesn't necessarily represent like the country. It represents Steve Rogers and what him as a his character represented. Yeah, he's not looking at it as like a a symbol of uh, of our country or the state of our country. Yeah, he's looking at it as this was a good man. Who stood on the on that line and he didn't cross it. He made the right decisions. He never wavered. He, he never yeah. wavered, and it's what we should all aspire to be as Americans, not yeah. the the way that it, the shield is being portrayed in the show currently. And then, so I feel like he's trying to portray that to kind of Isaiah, but then Isaiah is like taking it yeah. full on country. Yeah, yeah, man. And <clears throat> I think later Sam is talking to Sarah, and he says, "If I would have experienced the things he's." experience i would have felt the same way Maybe yeah i probably would have done made the same decisions yeah, yeah yeah but um i do really appreciate how marvel this is so this is so good on marvel's part i mean spoiler alert uh i think sam's getting a new captain america suit in the next episode <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think like they're intentionally kind of Leaving that veiled because it's probably going to look sick because it's yeah. from Wakanda. I mean, I mean, they already have. Okay, so they he's already received the shield back and he's already given away his wings. Exactly. It's, like so, right. this, like so. I think that probably goes a little subtle thing with the whole Torres conversation that they had and breaking the wings and stuff like that. He's like, oh yeah, keep them. And I felt right. like that was that, that. I mean, of course, I'm sure a lot of people saw it, but it was definitely more than just hey keep them they're broken or they need to be yeah. fixed it was i don't think anybody should be surprised to see a sick captain america suit like next episode yeah all right i think it's pretty obvious at this point i mean I, th- I thought it was pretty obvious too but then i'm like i'm on this i'm on the reddit board and they're like i wonder what was in the box i have no, no idea and there's like a long thread of like i have like uh, could it be like a new a newer shield or could it be new like, wings yeah new wings i'm like no, it's, it's going to be a Captain America suit with wings. Like, right. what do you? Yeah. But here's here's my point. So to me, it's pretty obvious. Like, and even even the conversation Bucky had, like, with Sam in Louisiana, like, like I, it's pretty obvious he's going to be Captain America the next episode. It's going to be awesome. Um, but I do love how Marvel took took Sam Wilson down this journey yep. of going to talk to Isaiah one more time because in his mind he was going to leave the shield. It looked like. He was going to leave the shield. He, you know, if there's one person it should be with, it's Isaiah. Um, and and you can't blame Isaiah for the way he feels, but the the rage and the bitterness and the hate that he still has, again, cannot blame him at all. Um, but the conflicting 
views about like the world today and what's worth fighting for. Like you could see Sam, like even Sarah was like, "You gonna let Isaiah Bradley tell you how to, you know, oh, yeah. how yeah. to live?" Yeah, and it's like, you know, you, you can't blame Isaiah for what he went through at all. But the way that he said, like, um, you know, no black man would ever be Captain America, or at least no self-respecting black man. Yeah. Would ever do. yeah. And you could just see Sam, and he's like, no, man, you're wrong. And I love that Marvel is taking Sam Wilson down that journey because there there probably are a lot of elements of Sam's life, as we have seen in this show, where, yeah. like, not that he doesn't – I don't know. How do I say this? Um, obviously, he would agree that there is, like, racism in the world – but I think there's times where he's a little naive, maybe. Is that the right way to say he, that? He comes across a little naive at, at some point. Yeah, a little. Like like the or, bank scene. Or maybe – Just way too optimistic, maybe. Yes, there yeah. you go. Right? Yeah, that's a that, lot, that that's be much better. better. Yeah. So he's way too optimistic at times. And I think even you know, even Isaiah, there is truth in a lot of what Isaiah said, right? But I don't think Sam is at the point, nor will he be, of wanting to throw in the towel. Yeah. yeah. And I love how, they, how Marvel took Sam down that journey, going back to Isaiah's house – um, he had to sit there. He had to feel that. He had to hear that. He had to think about it. Right? Yeah. He had to feel it again and again. Because his next decision is going to be like a big decision. And, and we he, knew it. He yeah. walks out holding that shield. I was like, okay, he's made his decision. He's not leaving yeah. it. You yeah. Know? And and I think you know we had talked earlier um, on a couple pods ago about um, the the decision to make him from Louisiana instead of New York. And I think that may have been part of the reason why is because they wanted to have him more have the more built-in potential experiences of, you know, um, the Af- African-American community with him being from Louisiana. Yeah, said, I'm from the South, man. Yeah, I get he, it. He's like, <laughs> he's like I, I understand this. And I think I, I think a lot of it is, and they, they showed a lot in this episode, is the balance. And it, it, it's um, very much what um, Anthony Mackie and Sam are trying to be. They are – you know, balancing the the idea of what has happened in this country to his people, to to the African American community, but also to serving the country as a whole. Like it, I, I think that's a, like his main journey through this entire season has been balancing out those two. Like taking care of, like as you see in this episode, he, he's taking care of his own family. You know, get, getting his own community to help him out through, throughout this stuff, but also showing how, in a larger sense, he can he could serve the whole community, the whole world, nation, the whole world. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh... So let's talk about that. So, again, I love it. I love that Marvel has hit on this issue a good bit, um, the way they've done it subtly but well. And uh, I think comparing Isaiah Bradley and John Walker is phenomenal. I think the way they make Sam have to deal with that is phenomenal. You know, um, it wasn't just like, you know, in Endgame, Sam gets a shield. We got a black Captain America. Like, yeah. no, they, they they made us go through it for like five yeah. episodes. Yeah, no, yeah. You're and right. I think the way I think we'll be really thankful for it when we see him put on that slick Wakanda <laughs> Captain America uh, suit. It's gonna, gonna it's gonna look nice. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully we get it in like the first five minutes. But we probably it's gonna have to wait a bit. <laughs> yeah, after the uh, Carly origin yeah. story. All right. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> That's 30 minutes. That's the first 30 minutes. Let's go what? ahead and make a transition. Bucky's going to have to go get it from Wakanda. <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and um, and make a transition to the majority of this episode. Being in Louisiana. Uh, Montage. Fi- fixing a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
You have two back to back. You have the boat fixing montage, and yep. then you have the the Sam. training, the Sam training yep. montage. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I tr- I want to make sure I say this right because you know we're, we've already been doing this review for a while now. Um, I was about to say not much happens. The thing is, a lot does happen here. There is a ton of emotional development. Yeah. And there's a ton of important things. I think what what you said, Shimano, earlier and what we've alluded to before is just we just kind of wish this stuff would have happened sooner. sooner yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, this all like in episode five, it shouldn't be in episode five. Yeah. It really should be earlier. Yeah. Like, I mean, three at the latest. Yeah. With, with how much they already kind of knew each other and stuff like that. I didn't feel like they had to fight this hard to start like. You know, these relationship building things, you know, five episodes into a six episode run is not the time to, you know, finally start having your two main characters that are supposed to be kind of, well, co-workers, you know. They know a guy. Friends with a mutual – yeah. no, <laughs> guys with a mutual friend. Yeah. Now the friend's like, gone, so like, we're just a couple guys. Guys, yeah. Yeah, but like I, I felt like it was, <laughs> was, good. It, was like it was late. Like, you know, in the in the process for how much they needed to build to be together. Maybe if this was like a, a fresh start, you know, TV show, maybe by episode five, them finally, you know, being able to reconcile, reconcile with each other. That would make sense. But we've already had, you know, multiple movies with them interacting with each other and then, you know – it should have been something that came together quicker than this in my mind. Um, and, you know, I, I do feel like there was a lot of development in here, but and it was really good. It was just, like I said, it was, I think it's at the wrong time to do it, you know. So, the, but, but I mean, both the montages were, were pretty cool, and they, they were very reminiscent of other things that I had seen in life or in TV shows. Yeah. So um, I felt that was really cool. And they hit the, they hit the music from Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, yes. During, yes. This, yeah. during the montage, and, yeah, and this in the in the um, Anthony Mackie montage when mm-hmm. he was running around and stuff like that. But I actually felt like his conversation, his conversation with Bucky, and I was talking to Justin earlier about this, and it reminded me so much of like a um, like a like a father son having a catch, like like they're playing yeah. baseball, like they were with, just with a shield, with, yeah. they were rebounding the shield <laughs> to each other. And I mean, it, it it really is like you always see in TV shows, like that is the catalyst for breaking down of walls a heart to times. heart a yeah. heart to heart yes yeah. it, it, it is that you know it allows you to talk back and forth as you're doing something else so that you can really have conversations that need to be had because you know lots of times it is awkward to just have those conversations to face to face so you need that thing that, that, that like i said that catalyst to open up that heart to heart conversation so i like i really like I really connected with that scene and everything like that. I can't, I've had multiple, like, you know, just like you're, you know, you're outside, you're throwing back and forth, back and forth. And you just start talking, you start talking about baseball and you start talking about life and you start, you know, how things interact with each other. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be baseball, but that's how it connects to me. I'm, I'm an old man at heart. So it's always baseball for me, but you know, whether it's a football or, you know, whether it's, you know, <laughs> Whether it's dribbling a Gosh, soccer ball I back and forth, baseball. there you go. Now nah, that sounds good. But, but no, that's, yeah, a, so, that's so a good I just Love that. That's a good shout. And even what I just said there, that's a good shout. That's kind of what Bucky said. He's like, "Good talk." You yeah, know, like yeah. he, he realized that like, at one point. So it, I think Bucky started by apologizing to Sam, and then Sam also all, took that opportunity to talk about Bucky and his list. You know, yeah, and right. And even Sam's like, "You need to stop worrying about what other people think of you." Yeah. And, like, uh, Sam uses that opportunity to, like, call Bucky out. Like, you just need to do the work, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. do it. 
Like, yeah. If you're, yeah. Don't go around avenging and pretending like you're 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 forgiving people. Like, yeah. just go and do the work. And, yeah. And which this leads me to believe that there's gonna be a scene. Oh yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, later yeah. on, where Bucky yeah. goes to the old man and yeah. he ha- gives him closure. Yeah. yeah I was. Sure. Yeah. I, I was so annoyed. I was really hoping you would get it in this episode. Um, you know, know. it's in New York, so he's obviously going to be there. Yeah. He's he's obviously already there, but I I was, I would have loved to have seen that scene in this episode just, you know, so it would be closer and it would flow a little bit better into it. Um, but I I, like, I was like, oh, that would have been just, that scene was, would have been so awesome to see, you know, instead we got what we got. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're going to get the, the Sam and Yuri scene as like, kind of like the close. Yeah. Uh, not the Sam, sorry, Bucky and Yuri scene as like the close. Oh, yeah. oh really? I think hmm. so. It'll be like the last gesture hmm. that Bucky does to kind of, I could, I could see Sam being like, all right, we or like, Bucky's like, all right, we did it. And he's like, yeah, we did this, but you still got to do. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It, yeah. My, or, um, I could even see it being like the opening of the episode as like a perspective of, um, you know, Bucky's already in New York, and then all of a sudden, like, it's they're in the bar, and he's telling him it, and then all of a sudden, it goes on, down yeah. on TV. You see, like, the yeah. capture the people there, and that's how he recognizes that this is happening. And so he has so, to. So you're saying he's watching on the news, and then all of a sudden, like, Spider Man comes in and saves the day, and Bucky just continues to have this conversation yeah. with Yuri. Swordfish. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just I feel like they that could totally be like the opening to him dealing with that, so so that he can deal with other threats. Yeah, mm. you know, one thing that I really loved about the time. So again, my critique would be like this just took way too much of the episode. It was a lot. Wish it would have happened earlier in the series. I I reasoned it in my head, reminded myself, okay, this is technically at the time it was supposed to be the first um, series. Disney re- yeah. series release. Yeah. So it's only the second that we've seen. It was the first they were ever going to do. They had to do reshoots. So there's a – in my mind, it's like Marvel had a lot stacked up against them, and most of it I've really enjoyed. So a lot, a lot yeah. of the Flag Spasher stuff, I'm able to be like, all right, you know what? That's just a stupid little girl anyways. Who cares? You know, That's <laughs> yeah. kind of how I've been thinking about so, it. Go, go, no, okay, go here's my question for you, T-Roll. Right. Um, what – moment where you watching the show and you paused it to check and see how much time was left. There was 13 minutes. I don't remember. Shimato, <laughs> what time did you stop the show to see how much time was left? There was 13 minutes. So what was on the screen at that well, point? You need to ask me real quick. Okay, well, what time? Uh, 11 minutes. Uh, so we were all within the same, same like, yeah. th- like couple minutes off. The only reason that I did it was because I was like, Okay, there's not a whole lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah. How are we going to wrap this up yeah. and make it cool to lead into the next episode? Right. And right. I looked, and I only had 11 minutes. Left. I was like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah that, no. That, that was the same thing. I was like, how are we going to have anything that's going to like flow cor- correctly into a finale? Yes. You know? So, real quick, let us let me say one last thing about the stuff in Louisiana. Like, emotional development was the emphasis of this episode, yep. right? Bucky and Sam kind of find it, finally becoming friends, even though they're both too stubborn to admit it. Yeah. Right? Was the, uh, the, the main emphasis of yeah. this episode, right? Um, but to me, one of the coolest moments, man, and this is when I was like, you know, Sam's coming off the, the you know, meeting with Isaiah, and it's not going well, and, you know, uh, the stars and stripes, and and then you see Bucky sleeping on the couch, but you hear Sam's nephews playing with the shield. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was at that moment where I was like, man, 
It's a symbol. It is. These two little boys are just playing with it. And, you know, one of them is pretending to be Iron Man. Yeah. It looks like shooting over it. The other one's blocking it with a shield, maybe. But it's like, man, like, it, to me, it was, like, really heartwarming. I was like, man, like, these kids right here, even though, like, this shield was just used as a murder weapon. Yeah. Like, it is still a symbol of hope. And, you know, I, I'm excited to see kind of that flushed out more in the next episode. And it's really cool. But it also something that's also there is – the way that Bucky woke up. He didn't wake up. In nightmares? In nightmares. Yeah. He didn't wake up, um, you know, in, in like night sweats, which he has been in. He woke up in a very calm way. I, I, maybe it was just because of the fact of he was starting to he, he, he was starting to be able to forgive himself. He was starting to make amends with Sam. He was um, also flirting with Sarah, so yeah. that could have something. And he was on a couch <laughs> as opposed to the floor. <laughs> well, and like just the fact that the idea of, you know, he he he's he feels comfortable. He's maybe that just the idea of he's starting to feel comfortable in living, you know, cuz I feel like his entire life since he is start he started to be broken down from being the winter soldier, he's never really been able to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, like it just in his own mind, because like um, even with you know the idea of there still being a little bit of the Winter Soldier in there and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I yeah, think he, he said feels that. it's almost he almost has to be on constant guard of his own mind and everything around him because there's always a chance that his mind will fail him or somebody's going to att- something's gonna come from the outside to try to attack him. Um, so I, I feel like. It was important. the The sleep is just important because it shows vulnerability, you know, um, in, in a sense of you know he's he was starting, able to just rest. Yes, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of resting, we should end soon so we can go rest. There's a couple things we hadn't talked about. Let's real briefly the scene when um, John Walker's talking to his wife and Val walks in. All right. Yeah. What 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 the, what the heck was that? Um, <laughs> I don't know nothing about nothing. I don't know if that's some sort of character I should know about. A uh, uh, character from the comics. Okay. Um, let's see. What Allegra de Fontaine? Really? Yeah. So, something along Contessa, those lines. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, she uh, appears in the uh, Nick Fury Shield comics um, during the comic book days, and uh, she's really like a. I don't know. She's kind of like the anti Nick Fury. Okay. Like, yeah, that's funny you said that. Yeah. yeah. So obviously Nick Fury like. He's the he's the core. He creates Dresses a team, in black, of, yeah, just yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. And she does the opposite. She uses the she creates a team for like other reasons, like those okay. kind of things, yeah. And she also is known as Madame Hydra, yeah, several uh, several times. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Shout so. out to Agents of Shield. Yeah, heard that before. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah. I was wondering if she was like maybe the power broker, but I feel like they would have made that clear, and they well, didn't. I feel like they kind of. Did make it clear? Really? You think she's no, 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 no. Not not that she's the power. No, I, I, I feel like someone else is. We're gonna transit. We will. But anything else on Val before we get there? No, she's she's in the comic books. Uh, I mean, I did a little digging. Like a a recruitment mission on her part. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly she's gonna be in an MCU movie that should have been out by now. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Yeah, I, I feel like the biggest thing was to establish her and to give a potential way to. Give money to John Walker. So, sorry. So, if Black Widow would have come out by now, it would have been great to see her here, probably. Yeah. Okay. Because it would have been great. her second appearance in 
Yeah. Great, been, great, yeah. Great, great. So great, there you go. Great. All right. Well, there you go. That really frustrates me. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Sharon. Gosh. Sharon Android phone Carter. Yeah. No. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, she's got to be the power broker now. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, she's okay. Okay, she sets up Batroc to okay. So that's not the first. Nick Fury did that, uh, dude. Okay, Nick Fury has used Batroc before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Good point. Boom, Good point. Stumped right there. Yeah. However, <laughs> Sharon Carter has no. She has no reason. Like, why is she doing this stuff? Like, I don't get it. Okay, the Batroc stuff does not make sense to me. Yeah. And maybe I'm just not smart enough. Because, first off, if she – okay, well, actually, you know what? Here's a – I guess she's not the power broker because if she was a power broker, she wouldn't be teaming up with Carly because she's trying to kill Carly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it, all she cares about would right. be Batroc killing her right there. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. I talked myself I mean, out of it. She's I mean, not the power broker. I'm, I don't know. I feel but like – She might be, but – I feel like the, the, the potential idea is – she gave them the maybe she gave the flag ma- flag smashers the means to be able to come out of the shadows so that they could be taken down. Like, that is the biggest like possibility for her to still be on the so so called good side. Did she say like she said I didn't break you out of an Algerian prison? No, she said she said that yeah. right. Yeah. So she, like yeah, she, yeah. So like she's breaking people out of jail. She's giving them weapons to deliver to a radicalist group. Yeah. Like, these are not good things. So, like, Tyler, I know you said it many times before, but we need a show of what happened in these five years <laughs> yes. yeah. so that we can see why Sharon Carter is the way she is. Yes, she was abandoned. Yes, she was. Well, actually, she was snapped. There's, there's proof. Yeah, she was. Her face was on the uh, in Endgame. One of the faces of people snapped. So what the heck is her? What's her deal then? Like what? that's why another reason she's probably not the power broker. How would she have really? Yeah, gained so much. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, man, what? Okay. Again, Sharon Carter. What's the point? Of, what's the point of her? What's right. the point? All right. Of this? Here's the. All right. So uh, they're in. They're in New York. <laughs> Carly's with uh, that other that Batroc. Well, no, Batroc shows oh, up, yeah. but she's with that that other guy that's got the awesome voice. I think it's like heartthrob Do- voice for sure. Dova. Dude, his voice is awesome. Yeah. But Batroc shows up and he's like, "I'm here for the Falcon." And I'm like, "Okay, I, f- yeah, but okay, why would Sharon set Batroc up to kill Sam?" I feel like that's a cover for Batroc to get in with the Flag Smashers, and unless she, unless Sharon wanted to use Batroc to deliver something to the Flag Smashers, she said, "Okay, you can have Sam if you do this for me to get the Carly." Yeah, but which? Ooh, wow, that would be full villain villain turn right there. Uh, yeah, man. All right, there's a lot that we need to. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. the last episode of WandaVision? We're like, there's no way they're ending the landing this plane. Oh, yeah. And they, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they did. And they, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they land. Well, they landed the main plane, but there's a few passengers who were just getting dragged, yeah. just, like torn apart by the yeah, wind. Yeah, I don't see the how plane. they're landing this plane. And uh, with this episode being an hour long, obviously seven minutes of credits, but uh, the next episode I could truly see being like an hour and ten, hour and twenty. <laughs> I really can. Remember, remember when he said that for WandaVision too? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get an hour and a half finale, no doubt about it. I there, will be right be, this time. No. There, there's going to be a 10th episode. <laughs> I, I actually never said that. I never said that. But you brought it up. I said that's what they're talking about. I know, about. but you brought it up. Say... In our minds, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> You're guilty. It was that one Reddit guy. Maybe all right, it wasn't right. me. Maybe nothing else of importance except for... Uh, there was a mid-credit scene, so for some reason, if you're still listening and you didn't see the mid-credit scene, pause this, 
Spoiler warning. All right. The mid credit scene to me was okay. Like it was like whatever. Just John Walker making his own shield. Yeah. Yep. And infusing his Medal of Honors into it. Yep. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. It's gonna get destroyed really easily. I mean, you think he he's, might. you think he's still gonna say like I am Captain America, <laughs> or do you think he's gonna be like uh, he come with the like his I'm U.S. agent, I'm Liberty, or it'd be really funny if he's like uh, this is, but if, if he's like okay, you said to deliver this back, here you go. He gives it to the U.S. government. Obviously, it's not gonna happen, but <laughs> he's definitely making that shield to use it. But in my mind, it's like okay, Bucky's arm or the real shield will just kind of break that, right? Exactly. You know, like yeah. you don't unless he got something from Allegra, the De Fontaine. Okay, okay. Now that'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't think I, I'm not led to believe that in any way. All he got was a faceless card, right? But, okay, so obviously, okay, Carly and them they break up this uh, vote, right? Yeah, and the the, the same governor who uh, banished uh, John Walker is yeah. is there, he, he, senator? Yeah, he's yeah, there, senator. Um, so John Walker. Like, is he going to get revenge on the senator, or is he going to stop Carly? Like, because I feel like he's at a point right now both. where he can do both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can do both. And then Sam and Bucky are going to come in, and, you know, and Spider-Man's going to come in. Spider-Man. They're in New York, and Daredevil's going to show up. Everybody yep. will be there. Yeah. Luke Cage. Luke, there's plenty of people to defend New York here, people. Why does it have to be Sam and Bucky? Yeah. Why did it have stop to be New York? putting everything Why? in New York. Yes. Oh, gosh, I hate this. Okay, but anyway. So that's where the unit UN is. Yeah. Well, if it comes full circle, Zemo's going to show up at the UN again and blow it up. So, <laughs> except this time for good. Gosh, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, all right, um, man. Yeah, I don't know what to expect, um, but I've enjoyed talking with talking about it with you guys. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been really good. Okay, uh, to all of our listeners, we really appreciate you tuning in and staying on for th- this. Is a long pod, so we're almost at an hour. We appreciate you. Sticking around. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, next week is the finale. Man, and then we're going to have a, a long time be- between the finale of Falcon Winter Soldier and... Loki. Loki will be the next thing yep. because uh, Marvel moved Black Widow back again. But anyways, um, please come back next week for our review of the finale. And um, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you're on Apple, please leave us a five-star review. That would be really helpful. Follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. And please uh, send this podcast to some of your friends. We would really appreciate it. For my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. (laughs) 